Welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Good in the Hood. Been a couple weeks since we've seen you all. Uh, some busy stuff going on, holiday season and whatnot. So we are happy to be back. Glad to bring you another episode of the Good in the Hood. Uh, I am stoked to uh, share a few things with you. Um, some things that happened uh, over over our little hiatus, our little break. Um, some positive things, of course. Uh, also, um, we got a lot of a lot of hot things to talk about. Before I go any farther, uh, allow me to introduce to y'all once again the man, the myth, the legend, the Houdini himself. Al, welcome to the show, Al. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up, everybody? It's good to to be here. Good to have y'all here with us uh, this evening. And uh, like my brother said, yeah, in fact, we have a, a packed show of uh, some things that we'd like to uh, convey to y'all and get y'all opinions. So y'all make sure y'all uh, get at us and, uh, I guess, pick our brain as we pick you guys. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this should be interesting. It should be interesting to get the feedback to see what uh, our viewers and listeners think, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, we do we do want some interaction from you guys. Uh, so hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Uh, leave a comment on YouTube. Like, subscribe, do all that good stuff if you haven't already. Um, uh, also, you can check us out on podcasts. We're on a variety of different podcasts now. All of that information can be found on our Facebook page, as well as Twitter, I believe. Um, and everything is connected to YouTube. So yeah. hopefully, if the search engines are doing their job, uh, you can find out all that information on all of our various pages. We're doing our best to keep up with that stuff. So uh, please, please, please check us out. Like, subscribe, comment, um, subscribe to our podcast. I know you may not want to watch us all the time, and that's <laughs> fine. Uh but you can still listen to us, you know, while you're at work, in the car, whatever. Um, please do not watch a video while you're in the car, by the way. Let's just put that out there. Just go ahead and listen to us on podcast. That's why it's there. That's yeah. why it's there. Yeah. Um, so we'll get right into some things, man. Uh, mm. uh, let's go back to Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day, we oh, had man. the pleasure of serving with Simply Blessed Creations. Yeah. Um, we served between 40 and 50 meals yeah um to the community yeah uh, mostly prepared by my lovely wife and uh miss sharice who is the owner of simply blessed um uh, we went out and um <laughs> we held up signs and acted a fool but we had a good time <laughs> oh yeah we had a good time serving the community um you know it's always it's always fun to be out uh i had a ball there <laughs> If you check out our Facebook page, there are some videos. Yeah, um, yeah we had a good time. I'm pretty there. sure there's a video out there of me doing the inflatable wavy dance, or uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. interesting, interesting to say the least. But uh, it was, it was, it was great to uh, get to connect with the community um, a little bit and just, you know, give what we can because ultimately that is what we are here for. Right. Um, that is what the good in the hood is all about, is just giving back um, in any way, shape, or form we can. So, on the show here, we try to give you guys some information to, uh, you know, for you to do your own little research. Um, we do give our own opinions. Uh, that is, well, that's because we're human. 
um, and we have those opinions, and uh, we're just here to talk about them. So uh, again, man, it's 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 super super important for us to get some feedback. Absolutely. On 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 this stuff, but um, some thoughts from you, Al, on the uh, the what do we call it? simply blessed Thanksgiving? Oh man, oh where do I start, bro? It was really good to see uh, people come together for an unselfish cause. Um, it's it's and you know we we weren't the only ones out there doing that it was it was other um organizations out there mm-hmm. um providing meals to people and i mean we only think about you know um that dinner you know and 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 i mean we're supposed to eat three meals a day so there were organizations out there i've come to find out that um, did breakfasts and did lunches and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it was really cool now for those that uh, weren't able to get up at that particular time it was good to have us out there actually providing something to eat for the community man it was a beautiful thing bro you know um, Yeah. It was... and we turned out no one no, like we <laughs> offer food to everybody at, at the know? end of it I think we had like I don't know, six or seven plates yeah, left. Yeah. And we, I mean, we're just trying to give them to anybody yeah, that'll take yeah. them at this point. But I yeah, mean, it was, it was, uh, it was really cool, man. Um, talk about coming together. I, I know there were other organizations out there doing mm-hmm. it. Um, and kudos to them, props to them because yeah. listen, th- there are organizations that are doing it all the time. Right. You know, and we just right. simply can't, uh, we're not funded. So we don't, you know, right. we can't do that all the time. But, it was really cool to um, see some of the people that came in and came through. Um, there was one guy that came through um, that I can remember that uh, he had been driving around forever looking right. for a fast food place because he, he didn't have yeah. no family around here. He's not meeting with family, you know. Yeah. Um, and he was able to stop by. And I think he said he drove by a couple times and finally said, you know what, I'm going to stop and get a plate. Yeah. And uh, it was it was cool, man, because that's, that's really what it was. That's what it was about. Um there was another lady that came through and she asked if she could take a couple down to uh, the homeless, that the homeless people that were standing down by the highway. Um, there's always the, uh, all the way down on coming off of route 77 okay. or going on to route 77. Either way, um, there's people that are down there, you know, asking for food or money or change or whatever they yeah, can get. I've seen them down there. And yeah. uh, she, you know, she, she ran some plates down there to them. Um, cool. And that was That's cool. Um, I know we, I think we took a total of maybe six plates to a couple different stores um, to give them to the workers yeah, that yeah, were working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. that was, and that was pretty cool. Um, you and Amber, yeah. you and Amber pretty much handled that. I was just yeah. the driver, I guess at yeah. that point. But uh, it was, I mean, it's always on a selfish level. It feels good to serve. Right. You know, it feels right. good to give back. Right. right. Because right. we've been in a position, uh, both of us, where we don't know where the next meal is going to come from. Yeah, been there, man. So it's uh, it's pretty cool just to be able to give back. Yeah. You know, just be able to, to say, here you go, man. Take this. Here's here's a bottle of water, plate of food. I mean, we did every, turkey, ham. It was two different kinds of turkey, too. Yeah. It was, uh, we had a smoked turkey. And a uh, just a, a regular, I guess, roasted turkey, but um, both both were delicious. Mm-hmm. And 
the what else was there? Mashed potatoes, green be- or not mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, green beans, stuffing, um, the works, man. Yeah, you know? and, and and a piece of pie and pie. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was about to yeah, I was about to comment <laughs> on the pie. Yeah, that had a pie. Yeah, yeah, pie, pie. it was. I mean, it was really, really cool, man. And and just to just to see the smiles on people's faces. Yeah, because they were like, man, this is cool. This is awesome. You know. I tell you, that was that was one of the most humbling things, man, to see, you know, the gratitude on people's faces. And it just reminded me at some point in my life what I looked like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I was on the other side of that table. Right. You know, and right. um, yeah, so. Especially, you know. especially for people like, at least for myself, I struggle with accepting help <laughs> at all. Like, you know, I'm just, I guess I've always been. I can take care of it. I'll do this on my own or not on my own necessarily, but you know, taking handouts and stuff. But listen, uh, I've been, I've been in positions where I I haven't had much of a choice, man. I can relate to that. Also. Well, I, and yeah. And, and, you know, it just brings you, um, it's funny how the same experience on both sides humbles you yeah. in kind of the same way. Right. right. Like you, you want to do so much more for the people that are hurting. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, it's just a meal to us, right. but to them, that could be the only meal that they had all day or right. a couple days or and, whatever. And you know what? Um, I have seen people unselfishly, you know, not just spend a time, but their money, mm-hmm. you know? To go out of their way to make sure on that day somebody, if not everybody that they come in contact with, at least have a full belly. If nothing else, a full belly. And you know, I hey, I I tip my hat to that. You know, I I, I really do. Um, like sissy putting in her time, and you know, she could have been doing any and any and other things with her time. You know, mm. um, um, like Queen, she over there doing what you know, like. They, yeah, they she, had other I mean, she stuff. made pretty much a whole meal. Yeah, like, like they, I mean, they had other things they could have been doing on this holiday, but they sacrificed their time. So, right. no matter what you're giving, it doesn't always have to be a monetary thing. It doesn't always have to be, you know, um, something of monetary value. Like right. That. And um, even, you know, even uh, uh, Vic and the kids coming out and yeah. helping out, that was, I mean, um, you know, setting everything up and, and, Helping hand out plates, and, yeah. You know, uh, Annabelle was out there doing her thing, yeah. Um, Kira was out there doing her thing, yeah. You know, yeah. everybody was involved and excited, <laughs> and Excuse it's me. it's important values, you know, to instill in kids, man, and and, and their kids too. Uh, their oldest, or not their oldest, I don't think she's their oldest, but anyways, she was out there with them, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and you know, just enjoying it. And that's important. Right. It's important for our our kids to see us doing stuff like that. So they grow to know that that kind of stuff is needed and they can help out. You know, right. you don't have to be a part of an organization. And, right. you know, there are there were other organizations that were out there, but a lot of times this time of year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. a lot of churches get involved mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and it just with this virus and stuff, man, there's just not a whole lot of that going on and it's nobody's fault. It's just, it happens to be that way. Right. 
you know so right. to be able to go out and, and extend that hand and just be an extension of of uh you know what what truly is good in the hood mm-hmm. um was was an amazing thing um mm-hmm. and we can't take credit for it. it wasn't wasn't even our idea we were just asked to join along which is uh humbling in and of itself and yeah, it a blessing it just to be a part of it so yeah, it was. yeah. um but you know uh uh the the <laughs> the king and queen across the street uh, they came up with a plan and they executed it. They executed. I don't know if you know this, but she didn't even want to cook for Thanksgiving. They weren't gonna. Have, they weren't having a family dinner or nothing. They yeah. She didn't want to cook. Yeah, I heard about that. And I, then, I had heard that uh, they were just gonna, you know, <laughs> order a Popeyes and, turkey, yeah, order something, and just <laughs> relax. And, yeah. Um, hey, but that Popeyes turkey, man, bruh. Yeah. Hey, look, that Cajun turkey was good. Yeah, that Cajun turkey was good. I was, was like, good. "What? I yeah. didn't even know." It was, it was good. It was well done. Um, I talked to my mother thought, about it, and she said she had got it like years ago, years and years ago, and she said she didn't like it. And I said, <laughs> "Things have changed since then." Mom. Well, and it depends. <laughs> I guess it depends on your taste, and it also depends on where you get it, right? Because right, there's it's not the same person preparing all these turkeys. Yeah, in every every place, so. Yeah, you know we we happen to get a good one, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a good time. Definitely a good time. Um, out there, uh, in the audience, if you've, you know, uh, if you were a part of something like that, uh, where you came out, um, or you went out and handed some stuff out, or worked in a soup kitchen, or anything, it doesn't even have to be around Thanksgiving. Just, um, give us some feedback, man. Let us know. Let us yeah, know how you feel know. about it. Yeah, let us um, know. Episode of what you're doing in the hood. Because uh, we, we definitely want to be, uh, we definitely want to be a part of it. And listen, we're not we're not out just making public appearances. Because um, let's face it, we're not celebrities in any way. Uh, so we're we we legitimately want to go out and help out. So if we can right. help out in any way, um, let us know and we'll do our best. We'll do our best to to do just that. Yeah. Um, so some great some great stuff going on and also don't forget uh while we're on the topic the less fortunate um especially this time of year around christmas mm-hmm. um people with kids mm-hmm. that uh, maybe have lost their job because of covid or uh just running into some struggles um let's reach out and try to help them also we're going to try to do our part here um I'm not exactly sure what all that's going to entail. I know that we are really close to Christmas now, and it's probably uh, too little too late in, to do a lot of different things, but um, we're definitely going to try to do some do some stuff, you know, even if it's just dropping Santa bags on doorsteps with toys for kids or whatever. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. That'd be cool. Because, you know... I ain't got to be something major, major. Just you know, right. Yeah. It's it's just about it's just about letting the kids know that somebody does care. Because I know a lot of times, um, kids, you know, kids are kids. Right. And they don't understand that, you know, dad lost his job or mom lost her job and just don't have the money to do it or whatever. Right. Not everybody has a grandma or a big mama or an auntie or an uncle sure or whatever strong. that can fill that void. So. You know, uh, let's just, everybody just kind of do their part, um, uh, and make sure that you know we are uplifting one another um, within our community, mm-hmm. uh, so, or within your own community. Also, I mean, we got people that watch from different places. So uh, even if you're not in Akron, I mean, we can do 
a lot of different things. Um, some local news, local news, big news, actually. Mm. Uh, you know the Tangier um, over on Market Street? Mm. It's like that big venue. They do some like live concerts. Uh, it's like a they got a hall there. Right. It's like a, an events venue. Right. What's going on there? It was purchased by the LeBron James Family Foundation. Oh, really? It is going to be converted into a community center of sorts. Uh, they're going to put a couple restaurants in there. There's going to be a JM Smucker restaurant and I oh. believe a Mexican restaurant in there is what I heard. Um, they are putting a sports complex in there that will be open to the community. Um, and a few other things that they're going to that they're putting. Oh, JP, uh, JP Morgan Chase Bank oh, is going to okay. be in there. Um, so it's really going to be like a, a community center of sorts, right? Um, right, right up the street here on uh, the west side of Akron. So uh, once again, LeBron James doing his thing. Um, he and his foundation have done a lot for the kids in Akron, mm-hmm. um, and he's continuing to do so. So I know that uh, the big push for this was for the kids at the I Promise School, um, but it's going to be open to the community also. Okay. So it's pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. I'm I'm hoping, and I haven't heard anything along these lines, but I'm really hoping that it's like a like a rec center, almost. Okay. Um, you know, maybe you pay a, a small nominal fee or whatever, uh, but you can go and play basketball and, and lift weights and do whatever you need to do. Um, I don't know the specifics on that. I don't think anything's been released on the specifics on that, but it'd be cool to see something like that done with it. Um, and from what I from what I understand, it sounds like they're going in that direction. So sad to see the Tangier go um, yeah. as what it is now. Uh, apparently, the guy that's owned it has owned it for 65 years, and he's quoted wow. in saying, I've walked in and out of this building for 65 years every day, and it was time. It was time to let it go. So it wasn't like he was pushed out or anything like that. It was just time. So, I mean, 65 years to live 65 years is a long time to own an establishment for 65 years is phenomenal. Right. So, wow. uh, But it is now or will soon be officially owned by the LeBron James Foundation. Um, So, Though he moved to Hollywood, he's still doing big things over here in Northeast Ohio. So. Still handling his business on the home front, huh? Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cool to see that. Pretty okay. cool to see that. All right. Um. Uh, I I had something else and I forgot what it was now. But either way, um, we're gonna just go ahead and segue into a little bit of sports news. Uh, sports news update. Of course, uh, we are filming this on a Tuesday night uh, following the big Browns and Ravens game on Monday Night Football. Um, First of all, hats off to both teams. I'm not necessarily a fan of either team. Um, In fact, I'm a Bengals fan. So uh, I was, however, um, don't tell my wife this, even though she'll probably hear it when she watches the show. I was rooting for the Browns to win. Um, not because I'm I'm somehow, I feel as if because I live in Northeast Ohio, I should. Uh, but because I want anybody but the Steelers to win the division. Uh, since the Bengals can't do it, the Ravens don't really have a shot to do it this year. 
Um, the Browns, the Browns were the last hope. Uh, I, that hope kind of went out the window. I don't know that there's a scenario that exists now mm. for the Browns to win the division outright. Um, but nonetheless, they played a phenomenal game, and uh, I'm here to tell the world that Baker Mayfield may not be a fake quarterback after all. Uh, he's still not the best decision maker in the NFL. Um, however, he he did what he needed to do late in the game. Uh, it just so happens that uh, Lamar Jackson is that much better and that Justin Tucker is quite possibly the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL. And I, that's not that's not euphemism. If you look up the stats, he is he's most definitely the most accurate kicker in okay. the history of the NFL. Okay. So it's it's not like I'm just putting that out there. Um, he has a great first name too, by the way. Um, what is it? Justin. This Justin Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I hate seeing that coming. I should have saw, saw that coming, but I did not see that coming. Um, okay. On the flip side of that, uh, what's his name? Cody Parkey should probably start looking for a job at a supermarket somewhere because uh, he lost that game. For I've been hypercritical of Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. um, and though Baker Mayfield did throw an interception in that game, that was – ill-advised it was a poor read he didn't he didn't um he made a bad throw you know um ultimately he did what he had to do to come back from that uh but the listen they lost by well they they lost by i think like five or something Mm. but that's only because of the safety at the end of the game so if we take that safety out right. when they were just trying to get downfield, two seconds left in the game, whatever, mm-hmm. they lose by three points. Uh, Cody Parkey missed a field goal and an extra point. If my math is correct, and it usually is, that's four points. So there you have it. With that, the Browns then force. Now that's not to say that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can't go down the field and score a touchdown and ultimately win the game anyways. Right. But the way that the game played out, uh, it was it was definitely a cause of of uh, their kicker, the Browns kicker, Cody Parkey. Mm-hmm. And I know that we talked about it last night post-game. Yeah. And I wasn't really on that side, but the more I the more I watched and, and listened to, you know, some – some other sports anchors and some other things and caught some more of the statistics and whatnot of the game. I, uh, I realized that, um, Baker Mayfield actually played a heck of a game. Right. Um, he did throw the one interception at a bad time, but he played well enough to overcome that one interception. Right. Uh, so I can't, you can't really put it on him. Um, he does need to sharpen up his decision making, but not in the Monday night game. That was that was uh, it was a heck of a performance. It was a heck of a performance. Um, what are your thoughts on 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 uh, if you could soak up the heartache for a minute? 
yeah, you say I'm kind of uh, distant right now because, man, I wanted to see them do do what they came to do, and that was win. You know, that's what I wanted to see. Hmm. Um, at the beginning of the game, when I when, when they scored the touchdown, I'm like, okay, this is how we supposed to get out of here. But when he missed that field goal, man, right then, now, I don't know, I don't know if you know, uh, I, I I said it and it came to pass, but boy, I tell you, the first thing that came to my mind was if he if 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 he don't make this field goal, this field goal could be the thing that haunts us. Yeah. You know, and everything that occurred after that field goal, had he made it, would have never happened, in my opinion. It would have never happened. None of the things, because it would have been a different play call and in a different sequence. Everything that took place wouldn't have happened that way. That's like, it wouldn't happen. Um, but as a result of him not making that field goal, what occurred, occurred. It happened the way that it was meant to be, I guess, um, from a historical standpoint, you know, because <laughs> we uh, we put up big numbers um, that we have not done throughout the season. Um, uh, set a couple records, um, and the season's not over yet. No, 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 it's not and, over yet. And let's not make a mistake about it. The Browns yeah. are in the playoff hunt. Yeah, they're it's they're not very over likely yet. to make the playoffs. Yeah, um, which. Is is awesome for Cleveland. Two thousand two was the last time the Browns made the playoffs. That's a whole eighteen years. Yeah, I man, that's a long there, time. Listen, there was a child that was born in the year the last time they went to the playoffs, and he is now graduating high he or she is now graduating high school and being considered an adult. Um, yeah. So Yeah. It's it's uh man. Listen, that's a long time. That's a long time, man. That's a for long I mean, time. for all of our, from all of for all of our teams, I mean, it started way back, you know, with um, with our baseball team. I don't want to call them any names right now because <laughs> listen, they're still the Indians. They're the Indians through twenty twenty one, and we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> for all my Native American friends, I love y'all. Y'all know that. Uh, it's yeah, I. I guess it was well overdue, you know. Um, There's, so it is what it is in that regard. Okay, let's just quickly do your research. Not you, but just in general. Do your research on why the Cleveland Indians were named the Cleveland Indians. Now, I loved Chief Wahoo. I understand that Chief Wahoo was uh, not a great depiction. So I was, I'm completely fine with that. I'm actually okay with the name change also. But... Let's not make it something that it's not. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't was not named. meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was actually meant to be an honor. Right. Um. Right. I mean, we might as well tell them because a lot of them are not gonna look it up and find out. We should challenge. Oh, them. I would have to actually. Pick their brain. So I don't remember the player's name. There was a player that played on the Indians or on the Cleveland baseball team, um, before they were the Indians, that. Uh, was of Native American descent. Mm-hmm. And the team was actually said to be named after that player. He was a good player. Um, so, 
Is there a better way to go about it? Sure. I mean, let's face it. The ignorance of the time. Because this, I mean, they've been the Indians for 100 years. So 100 years ago, nobody was thinking about, 105 years, I think it is. Nobody was thinking about the word Indian being offensive. No. Um, At least not the good old white boys that were, you know, owning and running the team. So, sure, there are... Listen, the times are different, and I'm okay with going ahead and changing the name because times are different. Can't be for you can't be for ending racism unless you're for ending racism on a global level, and that means everyone. All right. So, um, with that said, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to fault them mm-hmm. for wanting to change it. I am a little sad to see it go. It's going to take some adjusting, because um, you know it's not even like. <laughs> it's not just the Indians, man. It's it's the nickname, the tribe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the tribe. That's it's um I love that. I love that. So we'll see. We'll see who, I, and who knows what they're gonna name it. Um but back to the football game, because we kind of trailed off into a different thing. Yeah. Um the one thing that did bother me about the Browns was they didn't seem to make any adjustments at halftime. Right. The they Ravens did. came out at half and I and I think I told you they need to come out and stop them because the Ravens were up 7, 14, I think, at half. Yeah. Right? And I said they need to come out and they need to stop them. And if they don't, it's going to be really hard to come back. Yeah, that's what you said. And they made zero adjustments. Lamar Jackson just played backyard football on them and ran all over the place, you know, threw the ball when he needed to. I think he only threw the ball 17 times the whole game. Uh, most quarterbacks throw that in like a quarter, so I mean it, it. But he didn't have to. He's a he's a different breed. Yeah. He's a different. He's an X factor for real. Yeah, you saw that when he came out and their backup, uh, Chase McSorley came in, and they ran pretty much the same offense. And it's not so much that the Browns played bad defense when you against. Uh, Lamar Jackson so much as they didn't adjust for right. his X factor. So like, right. yeah, not at all. Well, and you saw that when when they when the backup quarterback came in, and it was like when the play broke down, the bit you saw the difference there. There was a couple of plays where it just broke down, and he couldn't, he can't get away, he can't escape. Yeah. So that shows you the level of athleticism that Lamar Jackson himself possesses which makes it that much more mind-boggling that you don't plan for that first of all or make the adjustments at halftime mm-hmm. like I, I i don't and listen i'm not a i'm not a, if i if, i don't get paid to do it so whatever but <laughs> i don't have the answers either you know what i mean like right. okay, i don't have okay. the answer oh, for for uh, uh lamar jackson but whatever they were doing didn't work. So, um, and how about the heroics? Now, <laughs> call it what you want. But, and I know, listen, I know you're a Browns fan and this kills you even to, to probably recount this at all. Yeah. But on a fourth and five, when they would have been left with a 60-plus yard field goal that they would have had to kick to take the lead, 
their backup quarterback gets hurt. There is no th- third quarterback. Lamar Jackson's still in the locker room, and he comes running out of there like the water boy. And yeah, he did. Gets, gets, the, gets uh, in for the fourth and five play just after the two-minute warning. Throws a 40-yard touchdown pass to a guy that had dropped three balls th- throughout the course of the game. Uh, and just goes out and wins the game, man. He just man. just goes out and wins the game. Yeah, that was so funky. <laughs> that was so funky. I mean, I was, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. And After and the Browns, all, I can't. The Browns played tough. Um, I'll tell you this: they're gonna be a tough team in the playoffs. Uh, if Baker Mayfield can continue to progress, making good decisions. Yeah. Um, they're gonna be a tough team, and they're gonna be around for a while. Let's. Say what you want about Baker, but he's going to be the franchise guy. He's proven that. As long as you have a team around him that can do a bunch of other things, running the football, a good offensive line, things that the Browns really haven't had much of in the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. They've shown maybe some flashes and and they've had some good running backs. Right. But their offensive line just has been garbage, for lack of a better term. Right. Um. And they haven't really had that go out and get him and win him quarterback. Um, I don't know if Baker Mayfield is that yet, but he's definitely progressing to that. Hmm. So, uh, he, I still don't think he's going to go out and win you a game. At least not right now. Yeah, like our opponents did. Yeah, yeah. Our opponents, that guy, that quarterback came out there and won, won their game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you I mean, when you I mean there there and not every team has a quarterback that can go out there and win you game, but there are quarterbacks. Russell Wilson is one that I can think of yeah. for Seattle. He can go out and win you a game. Um, you know, of course, uh, uh, there are other quarterbacks in the division mm-hmm. um, that can do that. One of which I can't stand. Um, plays for that team in Pittsburgh. Uh, so, but love him or hate him, he can go out there and win you a game. Tom Brady's another one. He can go out there and win you a game, um, at least early in his career. Not so much anymore. He's right. he's he's looking kind of old. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and well, he is. He's 42 or something, you know. That happens um, to the best of us. Drew Brees. Now, listen. Okay, so we're going to get off the Browns for a minute. Yeah. We'll get on to the Saints. Saints lost this week also. Uh in a similar crushing fashion, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the Saints don't lose that game if they have Drew Brees. Drew Brees is still out. Drew Brees is the guy that's gonna go out and win you a game. Taysom Hill, not that guy. Not Taysom. I don't. I'm Taysom Hill to me is he's a hybrid, uh, and he's a spectacular, phenomenal athlete. But he's kind of like a running back that throws the ball every once in a while. You know, he's more like the. Uh, <clears throat> they're more running the army <coughs> army navy offense than they are anything else um and he throws the ball on occasion and you know he does all right but he misses a lot of throws and he's not a guy that makes bad decisions all right he's just not a guy that has learned how to properly throw the football i guess i i don't know cuz i watched him listen he's a strong he's a big strong guy yeah. he's got a heck of an arm yeah uh <laughs> but i watched him Almost take his own player, 
like take his hands off because he's throwing the ball from four or five yards away so hard. Like, oh, right, man, right, right, slow right. it down. <laughs> like, right, right. Not everything is a fastball. So, uh, but they lost, and Green Bay won, which means that Green Bay is now number one in the NFC because they beat the Saints mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Um, but there's time. There's time. It's yes. going to be a tough week next week. Um, I can't remember who they play now. I can't remember who they play. Either way, uh, it's a tough game. It's, it's, yeah, it's oh, they play good. Kansas City. They play Kansas City, um, who's the best team in the AFC. So possible, a possible Super Bowl uh, preview mm-hmm. in Kansas City and the Saints. Um, I still believe the Saints are the best team in the NFC, even though – uh, they're the number two seed right now. Uh, yes, that is some personal bias. Yes, I. However, however, um, I say that with this with this caveat, it, it has to be the Saints with Drew Brees. Now the Saints won nine games in a row, and before they lost this one. Okay. So it's not like they're bums, you know. Yeah. They've got a lot of good players, a lot of former O State guys on that team. Yeah. Um, one of the best receivers in the NFL in Michael Thomas um, and one of the best quarterbacks in Drew Brees when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that – now, they're, they're, I don't think he's going to play against Kansas City, uh, but I also know Kansas City's run defense is terrible, so maybe it doesn't hurt us so bad. Um problem with Kansas City is they're loaded with weapons you know they're like a the most teams are like a revolver you got six shots you know mm-hmm. they're like a semi-automatic semi-automatic weapon they just keep throwing player after player after player at you that can move the ball and, and do some things so we'll see we'll see what happens there um, I'm looking forward to that uh, you know who the Browns play this week no I don't either I didn't even no. I know. After the, I, I mean, no. <laughs> but hey, I had to wait for it. To, you know what good, I'm saying? Good news. Good news. Woo-sa. The good news deal, is man. the I'm... good news is the Steelers have now lost two games in a row. Yeah. They lost to a good Buffalo team, a really good Buffalo team actually. Buffalo is one of those sleeper teams. Buffalo is one of those teams that might sneak up on you and make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be deep. That that'd be. Yeah, that'd be um, However, I am all for anybody but Pittsburgh. So me too. Let's me go. Too. Me too. My my me Bengals. Too. Some of, for those who don't know, I'm a Bengals and a Saints fan. Um, my Bengals are not going to the playoffs at at all. I don't even know if they're going to play the rest of the year. <laughs> but they um uh, except for next week, they're going to beat the Steelers next week. I'm making that prediction now. Oh. It's going to be some fluke. And they're gonna they're gonna beat the Steelers next week. Oh, okay. Um, no, Joe Burrow. Of course, he's out uh, for an extended period of time. He tore himself up pretty good. So, which is too bad because he's got a lot of promise. That kid, a lot of promise for the for the Bengals. Um, some college football news. It is championship weekend coming up. Yep. Um, 
for those of us in the Buckeye State, that means we get to watch Ohio State play somebody in the Big Ten Championship this year. It just happens to be Northwestern. Yep. Um, a lot of controversy surrounding the Buckeyes. Uh, they're 5-0, and haven't lost a game. They're number four in the country. A lot of people believe that they shouldn't be number four in the country, that they shouldn't be eligible for the college football playoffs. They shouldn't have been eligible for the Big Ten championship game. Uh, let's be real about it, everyone. The Buckeyes, not just on paper, but on your TV screen on the Saturdays that they do play, are the superior team in the Big Ten. So let's not make this a thing where, oh, well, they – they bent the rules or they changed the rules so the Buckeyes... Of course they did. They changed the rules so the Buckeyes could get in. But they've had to change the rules all year because we didn't even know if we were going to have a season. And then we had to put all this stuff in place for COVID. So it is what it is. But they're playing Northwestern. The Wildcats are going to be uh, playing... They are 6-1... and one. Um, the one loss was to Michigan State. Hmm. Michigan State is a sub-par team this year. Um, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna chew on the team up north for a minute. So I read this today. I read this in an article, and I wish I could I wish I could quote it uh, word for word. But the information in the article was. Um, Who said it? Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt said it from Fox Sports. He said, Michigan canceled the game against Ohio State last Saturday. Okay. But Thursday and Friday, because of COVID. Okay. But Thursday and Friday, their workout room was open. Their video room was open. Like, (laughs) and he said, he said, the quote finish was with, they really did run and hide from the Buckeyes this year. Yeah, they, and mean, it sure seems like it. If sure. if all that, and Joel Klatt is a, a reputable source, so it's not like I'm just pulling it out from daily news or whatever, uh, but um, it, it, <laughs> it is. Be afraid, be very afraid. Yeah, listen, and I that, was super excited. I'm always excited for the Ohio State-Michigan game. That's somebody that, that's a team that I could definitely have faith in. Um, no matter what, um, and I wish meaning the Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah, okay. the Buckeyes. Um, that's a team that you know, and not only is their football team rocking, rocking and socking them, but the basketball team is going hard in the paint too. Um, yeah, Ohio State Buckeyes, and now Cleveland State. Y'all know y'all fam. You know what I'm saying, but. Ohio State, man, they got it's all around talent. It, it, it's just an all around. It, it's a it's a talented. The athletic department at Ohio State is just phenomenal, man. Like well, and and it's phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. it's for it's it's an unfair comparison in a lot of ways. Well, Ohio because... State played Cleveland State and they whooped them, and I didn't know that they were even like in their. Yeah, listen, I don't know a whole lot about college basketball. Yeah. It's it's like this weird third dimension to me. Yeah. But uh, uh, I know that just in general, I mean, Ohio State is a huge university and they draw top athletes. Yeah. Um Cleveland State 
will draw good athletes. Don't get me wrong, but they're not the same caliber. No, no. Well, no. See, Cleveland State basketball team has been pretty good within the last past 10 years. Right. They've been pretty decent. Right. Well, and listen, I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's two different levels. Yeah, it, it was. It seems as though it is, but yeah. I don't know. I, you know, you're the sports guru. I'm not that dude, so I don't really um, look into. But now that sparked my curiosity. I'm, I'm wondering, like, how long have they played one another? Has this just started? I just goes to show how much I follow it. You know, yeah. I look at the news, I see the scores, and I leave it at that. It, listen, and I don't. I don't. I don't, go in depth. I don't follow college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um. At all, so it's just not my sport. I guess. Okay. Um, the way they do things, I I, I don't I have no clue. Uh, I in, on a normal year, so excuse me, I especially have no clue right now. Yeah. What they're doing. So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna have to look it up. But uh, it's yeah. interesting. I didn't even know that they played each other. So but yeah, they it, played each other uh, this past week and they lost. Uh, Cleveland State lost against Ohio State. Well, and that's to be expected. I mean, it is. Again, it's a bigger school, bigger athletes, better athletes, rather. Um, you know, not to say that you can't be a, 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 an exceptional athlete and play at Cleveland State, because if you're getting a scholarship anywhere to play a sport, you're an exceptional athlete, um, especially basketball. So, yeah, just two different, two different things, uh, two different leagues, essentially, you know, divisions, whatever. Um, it's it's the equivalent of a uh, Division One high school team going and playing a Division, you know, two or or three or four uh, in some cases. So yeah, you know, there's a lot of but college basketball, man. Like there's schools out there with the funniest names, and like you wouldn't even think they're colleges or universities or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just who who are these? I have no idea who these people are, but. Um, it, there's a lot there's a lot to it you know i i don't do the brackets uh, uh you know march madness is not my thing uh, it's just not never been super super into it um the nba has started up again uh yeah that was fast yeah well they decided not to push the season back um i thought initially they might because they had such a late finish uh but they didn't um, so they're in preseason right now. Hmm. Um, no real big news there except for Giannis Antetokounmpo signed a Supermax deal to stay in Milwaukee. Um, so he's going to be a buck for a while, a uh, good long while. So good for him, good for him, um, good for the team, good for the city of Milwaukee. Um, just a lot of, you know, not a whole lot of players go to Milwaukee and stay. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had a lot of visitors, but they don't go and stay. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for them for locking down Giannis. Um, that doesn't mean that he'll be there forever. Right. Um, that just means that he's there for a good while now. Right. So right. good for him. Uh, there are, you know, who the ball family is. No. Lonzo ball, the mellow ball. No. Okay. I've heard of them, but I I don't. Yeah, I haven't followed the family. So, uh, Lonzo Ball famously played for the Lakers, 
um, was traded to the Pelicans uh, to as part of the trade to acquire Anthony Davis um, because LeBron he couldn't just he just couldn't play with LeBron, you know. Um, he, he was supposed. To, I think he was like the number one or number two pick uh, when he was drafted, and he was supposed to be all of that. Um, and he's good. He's good. Uh, not great. Not yet. But he's good. Um, but famously, their father is a real trash talker. Hmm. Um, and anyways, the, the the my point to all this is that there are now. Well, there, there were three uh, brothers that were all playing in the NBA. One of them just got released, I believe, from Minnesota or something like that. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and, and I, it's, I think it's Leangelo. He's playing, he's playing for Charlotte right now uh, for the Hornets. Okay. And he is, I mean, we've watched LeBron James make some ridiculous passes. No looks and this, that, and the other. I watched this guy. He threw it behind his back, like, on a fast break. And it was such a pinpoint pass. He had, it like, went around him and forward. You know how hard it is to throw a ball in front of you when you're going behind your back? Like, it's hard to explain. You would have to watch the clip to see it. But it is, he threw this pass with his left hand behind his back and it wrapped around and went ahead right i mean it hit the guy in stride for a dunk or a layup or whatever mm. so it was but he's 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 i, I believe he's going to be the next big star um like every year you know you got a guy that's a rookie that comes up and does i think he's going to be that guy i think he's going to be that oh, guy this year okay um so look out for him Whichever one of the Ball brothers it is, I want to say it's uh, Lamelo or Le- I think it's Lamelo Ball. I think Lamelo, Lamelo Ball. Ball. Yeah, uh, watch out for him. He's gonna be big. So, uh, just not too long now. NBA will be back in full swing. Um, hopefully, we can uh, see a full intact season this year. No big breaks in between. Um, looking forward to the Lakers trying to get back-to-back championships. Also looking forward to the Lakers and Clippers rivalry this year. Um, I believe everybody's going to be at full strength, so it'll be exciting to see what uh, what comes to pass on that. Yeah. Um, there's some drama in Houston with <laughs> James Harden. Um, he is like the ex-girlfriend that can't figure out uh, if he wants in the relationship or out of the relationship. So... <laughs> You know, he's he's demanding things, but then when he gets them, he wants out anyways. Just a whole lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, also, uh, apparently, uh, he put on quite a bit of weight in the offseason. Um, went from, you know, a, a point guard to maybe a small forward, uh, but didn't put it on in the right way. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see how the conditioning and things like that okay. comes up there. So. Uh, I don't think there's too much else. Of course, we touched on it. Cleveland Baseball Club is changing, is dropping the Indians' nickname. Um, they have yet to announce 
what the name will be. There are some ideas out there. There are some really bad ideas out there. Yeah, I've heard some of them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we went, we sat in pre-show and, and went through some of the lists. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to bother going through them now. Yeah. Uh, it's Some of them, you guys just got to check it out, look them up, and see some of the names that are being thrown out yeah, there, it's, man. It's, oh. it's kind of it's kind of nuts. Um, so being a Cleveland guy, being a Cleveland guy, uh, my brother, mm-hmm. I need to know, what do you think the Cleveland Baseball Club should name themselves? You know what? I've thought about it. I can't predict what they are going to name them because there's so many, it's so many different ideas, and 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 I just a lot of them, like I said, I don't agree with, but. Mm. I mean, I looked at I looked up a few things, you know, around the neighborhoods and um, some of the environments that you know we got great metro parks, you know, um, but I don't know, like I can't, I can't, you know, I, I have no idea what they can name it. Like it's a lot of, you know. Okay, so let's do it this way. I then. don't know. There, there are two that. There are two that stuck out to me. All right. Okay. Um, one, of course, uh, we spoke. I, I shared with you earlier is the Cleveland Rockers. Yeah. Um, paying yeah. homage to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, you could do some cool design things as far as uh, guitar lettering, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think it makes a, a pretty seamless and simple transition. Now yeah. I know the big hang up on that. What is the what used to be the WNBA team? Yeah, the used, female the yeah. girls. They had well the ladies. They had a uh, a team by the name, um, by that same name, Rock Rockers Rockets. And and I mean, I, to be honest with you, I think that might be ha, have already had. I know it's a registered trademark of the WNBA. So even though that organization doesn't exist anymore. I believe they would have to get, um, you know, some kind of written agreement, you know, or permission, if you will, um, with the WNBA before. Because, that, I mean, they they had licensed uh, uh, uniforms and stuff. So, uh, well, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't I don't know if that'll go over well. I, I, like I was thinking along those lines, too. And like I told you, I came up um the Cleveland Hall of Famers or something, you know, yeah. I don't know, you know, and as an alternative th- maybe, but that's, and I, I like I the know. idea. Listen, as a, as a, as an Indians fan <laughs> or a Cleveland fan, uh, of baseball anyways, um, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> I guess, but I, I, I like that name. Uh, but it's really hard to call yourself the Hall of Famers. Um, because I mean, you know, it's 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 like a uh, that's really a big name to live up to. Uh, because yes, in Cleveland, it's it's in reference to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, so but I don't get it. there's also a Baseball Hall of Fame. So you go around calling yourself a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's I don't think it would go over well in the sports community. I, I think it'd be just fine. 
I mean, Indians, locally, yeah, Indians went over just five for for over seventy years. So well, we're talking nobody about nobody started complaining about it for seventy. Okay, years. Okay, but now we're talking apples and oranges. But now it's no, not the same. No, no, I think I think it's relevant because, um, there's other there's other other teams out there like you had mentioned earlier before that they have strange names like the college teams that you said yeah you know they're strange names you know what i'm saying along with high schools there's strange names um there's weird mascots but if we're going to do something that's relevant to the city i think that um hall of famers would would be appropriate now of course i know that you know you got baseball hall of fame you got football but I mean, we got, we got rock and roll. We got you know, uh, uh, football right here in in the state. Like I don't, yeah, it, I can't, I can't see it not being um, relevant. No, no, I'm not saying it's not relevant. What I'm saying is, you just can't. As a professional baseball club, professional sports club in general, mm-hmm. can't go around calling yourself the Hall of Famers. I just. As much as I would love to, and as much as I would love the team to live up to that name, it's it's just, uh, I guess, not good etiquette. Okay, that's um, interesting. Um, that's interesting. baseball. Baseball is is really big on etiquette and unwritten rules and things of that nature. I just hope they don't become a sock because if that's the case. No, yeah, that was one of the worst names. Blue yeah. Sox was one of the Blue worst Sox names. Were, yeah. Why would I? Why would I want to? Come on, Red Sox. Yeah. I, no, no, no. If we're gonna talk about living up to a name, I don't know about whatever name it is. I don't know if living up to it will matter. Like, I, <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think you got to live up to the destiny. <laughs> I would rather. Job. I like, would rather go the Washington football team route and just be known as the Cleveland baseball club, than be the Blue Sox. I really believe. Yeah, that don't. That don't yeah, that don't hold weight. I mean. Um. So. So. Anyways, Rockers was one. And here's the other one, and all of my fellow Ohio State fans will either love or hate this. I guess. Uh-oh. But the Cleveland Buckeyes. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, either. okay, but that's a good idea. But that's paying that's paying homage to the but, Negro League team. Yeah, it is. And I think that, that I think that that's aesthetically, even more something bigger to live up to. Maybe it is, but definitely the I Negro think, League along with I think I think the Ohio State. I think yeah. aesthetically. That might be the smartest move. Um, you're going from something that is considered to be potentially racist to paying homage to an all-colored baseball league. Yeah, you but, know, mm-mm. which in and of itself maybe that's not a good idea because if you really think about it, in and of itself, uh, that was pretty racist. Also, I mean, they were, there was a Negro league because they couldn't play right in the majors. Right, so. I take it back. I thought it through. Them. I take it back. It's one thing, you know what I'm saying? That'd be cool, you know, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. I just I don't want to be a bird. I don't want to be a sock. Uh 
Okay, I don't so want to be a fish either. I thought about like the like okay like <laughs> it, it, it was like three H's that came to mind, and one one like I said was the Hall of Famers. I thought about um, heritage, the Cleveland Heritage, or something like that, or maybe um, the historians. You know, the Cleveland historians. You know, and uh, you got some character <laughs> on the side of. The, you know, with a book or something. I don't know. Or a skill. I love you. I love but you to death, know. bro. I, just... I love you to death, but uh, please don't ever name a professional team. No, the I think there... See, the thing Come is, on, I, there is already a team, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. There may be, but I've never heard of them, and I'm a sports guy, so... Yeah. It, that, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we want to follow that lead either. It's... Called uh, I think it's I think it's Heritage, yeah I mean, Heritage I, I, I don't know, man Those just aren't like Like, okay, so I know it might sound tacky and corny, but I want something like if if I if ah, I got a name. It was a soccer team. Oh well, that doesn't count. It was a soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all my soccer fans out there, uh, I just don't understand the game. I don't hate it. I just don't understand Football. it. Football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I believe that it was a soccer team. So yeah, that's another. I mean, pro baseball heritage. Yeah, no, American heritage. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I hope they make the right choice. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I've heard, actually, quite frequently, Cleveland walleye. Don't do that to me. Don't do, don't put a fish on my hat. No. Listen, I'm 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 oh, about. I see that just I that just gave me the vision of the hat. You know the fish that you know the hat that you pull and the fish move like this. You know what I'm saying? Or the fish that's on the wall that gets to singing when you walk yeah. by. Ah, that was one of the what most is that? Billy, Billy the bass or something yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big See, bass that's, Billy they or something. Cra- they can be cracking all kind of jokes on us about that. Yeah, don't don't make us walleye. Don't make us the crows. I heard the crow. I read the. I read you the article. Remember, it oh, said yeah, yeah, the crows yeah. is an underused. There's a reason why it's underused. Nobody likes it. Yeah, ain't nobody. Um, no. I don't. You know. Come on, y'all. What's y'all thinking? I don't know what. I, I don't know if we should go the animal route or if I we mean, should go. If you gonna name it any kind of bird in Cleveland, it's gonna be a pigeon. They're everywhere, <laughs> and that's not good either. Please don't do that to me either. At all. <laughs> nobody thought about that. It's, but uh, it's relevant. Yeah, I, I guess that's uh, an underused. Pigeons use. everywhere, and they don't run. No. Pigeons look or, at you like seagulls. What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I don't don't, don't make me a bird. Pigeons. I don't know. I don't know. See, them Cleveland pigeons. I don't know. Them ones downtown for real, for real. I don't know. Listen, I, the seagulls on the lake ain't no joke either. Yeah. They'll come yeah. right up and just take the sandwich. Yeah, up your they, don't yeah. they don't care. They so, don't so, care. So, <laughs> with that said, um, let's stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good luck with that. Yeah. Um I hope I just hope they do it justice. The Cleveland tribe, I'd go for that. I'd go for that. Yeah, and I, you know, Cleveland I thought tribe. about I thought about that, but is that <coughs> is that borderline? Is that cuz we're staying away from that now, right? No. Oh, tribe. I mean, it take a village, so why not a tribe? 
Well, I mean, just saying. Could be the Cleveland Villagers. <laughs> nah, because then that's that's some old village people. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> they already played it. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. we ain't in the macho man. We don't want to hear that. So, <laughs> that is. That's gonna wrap up sports. We're gonna. We, I probably went too long into that than I wanted to. But oh yeah, I hope right. y'all still with us, y'all. You're still I know here. Some are. Some of our. Uh, Non-sports fans? Yeah, non-sports yeah. fans. Uh, if you're just tuning in with us, the show starts now. <laughs> I'll make sure to uh, I'll make sure to mark it at uh, an hour and five minutes. You can skip, skip to 105, and uh, you'll pass the sports thing. So, um, all right, man, look. Big news. The big news. The big news. Dum-dum-dum. Um... Vaccinations. Yes. For COVID-19. Now um, we getting into the good in the hood, y'all. Yeah. Now we about to so, talk about dessert. We're going to we're going to give you a little bit of uh info um, yeah. along with a heavy dose of opinions and possibly some conspiracy theories. Ooh. Yes. Um which is not my that's not my circus, that's yours. Yeah. So, that's definitely my monkey there. <laughs> uh, yep. So it's like a it's it's a it's a it's a frightening proposition, right? Yeah. Um, I like to call it pick your poison. Do you take the vaccine and chance the side effects known and unknown, or do you not? take the vaccine and chance contracting or carrying COVID. Uh, here's the thing. My opinion, first of all, not an opinion. This is a fact. Do your research. Do your research on it before you make a decision. Um, if it's, you know, make sure it's right for you, for your family, whatever. Um, and know the risks that are involved because as we spoke pre-show Al, uh, they have done clinical trials, but how much can you really know in a couple of months? Right. Right. Usually takes years and years and years. At least five years. And, uh, as far as I know, COVID-19 only been around for about 12 months now, kind of officially unofficially. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and we didn't start developing anything for it. Until way late in the game. So, yeah, like six months ago, so it seems. Yeah, yeah, at least that's what they want us to believe. Eight months ago, max. So, uh, there's a couple things. There's a couple things. One, you need to understand how the vaccine works if you're going to take it. Even if you're not going to take it, whatever. It's important to understand how it works, how vaccines in general work. So, it's a lot like the flu vaccine, right? Um, there's actually, I think three different kinds of this COVID vaccine now. Um, and a lot like the flu, they are all, they're all injections of a form or a, um, whatever, a gene or I guess a material, the CDC calls it a material that uh, causes COVID-19. 
the virus that causes COVID-19, rather. Okay. Um, the idea is to build up immunities, right? All right. Um, they're called, let's see, according to my research here, uh, it's T lymphocytes and B lymphocytes. Uh, okay. Those are, those are what help you uh, remember how to fight off viruses. Okay. Um, that's like a part of your body. Now, I'm not a doctor or a scientist or whatever, so uh, I can't sit here and pretend like I know exactly what that means. But from what I read, that's what's in your body that helps. From that's why, like, um, there's certain things that you you very rarely see people get twice or more than twice, right? Right. Like uh, chickenpox. Right. Right. Um, your body remembers how to fight that off. Right. Because well, you've been through it. So, um, it's, uh, there's an MRNA vaccine, uh, that contains material from the virus that causes COVID-19, um, that, and this is, uh, you can find this information, um, I should cite on cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019 vaccines, um, whatever. If you go to the CDC website, mm-hmm. Uh, if you just go to cdc.gov, um, it gives you the information on these vaccines. Um, so it contains uh, the M- mRNA vaccine contains material from the virus that causes COVID-19 that gives our cells instructions for how to make harmless protein that is unique to the virus. After our cells make copies of the protein, they destroy the genetic material from the vaccine. Our bodies recognize that protein should not be there and build T lymphocytes and B lymphocytes that will remember how to fight the virus that causes COVID-19 if we are infected in the future. So um, it's like it's basically like training your immune system. Yeah. Right. Fooling it into thinking that it's stronger than what it really is. Yeah. So it seems. Well, so it seems, and and here I should be clear. I'm not. Um, first of all, I'm not. I'm not necessarily for the vaccine, um, but I'm not against it because I think that it's somehow bad for you. Um, I'm against it because there's not enough information. Yeah. I'm against it. I'm also against it because, uh, <coughs> uh, spiritually and biblically speaking, um, it's a lot of ifs and a lot of a lot of stuff that. Um, I haven't, there's something about it that doesn't set right with me and I'm pretty, I'm very much a go to God and follow your gut type of guy. Um, and I haven't really gotten a, a true definite answer, um, from, from God on it. So, uh, as it stands right now, I'm, I'm going to hold off on it and, and, you know, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking anybody that wants to go and get it. You, you know, do what you think is right for you. Just make sure you're doing your research first. Yeah. So you're not going into it blindly. Yeah. I guess. Uh, the second type is a protein subunit vaccine. Uh, includes harmless pieces of proteins of the virus that causes COVID-19 instead of the entire germ. Once vaccinated, your immune system recognizes that the protein don't proteins don't belong in the body and begins making... Again, T lymphocytes and antibodies. 
if we are ever infected again in the future, memory cells will recognize and fight the virus. Here's the problem with all this. Mm-hmm. It has shown to evolve already. The virus, I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. All this is good now. Yeah. I've but heard. there's no guarantee that it's going to continue to be the answer, nor does it guarantee that the virus won't mutate. Um, quite often they do. There's a reason why you have to take a flu shot every year or you're supposed to, whatever. Um, things like that, because the, the viruses, they mutate. Um, so, again, it, it, it's hard for me to sign off. On, and nobody's looking for me to sign off on it. Like, I don't have any kind of power, but just for myself, it's hard for me to look at this and go, ah, this, okay, yeah, I'll take a, oh, you put this out in two months? Sure. Put it, you know, put it in my bloodstream. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm let's good. Let's experiment and see I'm what good. happens. I'm good. Yeah, good I on that. Um, I will say that while, while it's well intended, I am a little weary of our healthcare professionals getting this first yeah because if something goes horribly wrong they're the only ones that can help us what are we left with nothing right you better find yourself a book on what plants are good because <laughs> gonna need it right thank you ati and uh okay and then the third form is vector vaccines contain a weakened version of the live virus no, thank you. Uh, a weakened version of a live virus, a different virus than the one that causes COVID-19, that has genetic material from the virus that causes COVID-19 inserted in it. Uh, hold on. You're telling me that you're making a super virus to fight the virus? And that's what you want to put in me? That's what you want me to take? It's all suspect to me, bro. I, I know. I know. And believe me, I'm going to give you your turn to, to give me your side of it. I just want to give the information on the CDC website before yeah. we get into it. Yeah. Let everybody. Yeah, that way. Um, yeah. Uh, weakened version of a live virus. A different virus that than the one that causes COVID-19 that has a genetic material from the virus that causes COVID-19 inserted in it. This is called a viral vector. Once the viral vector is inside your cells, the genetic material gives cells instructions to make a protein that is unique to the virus that causes COVID-19. Using these instructions, our cells make copies of the protein. This prompts our bodies to build T lymphocytes and B lymphocytes that will remember how to fight the virus if we are infected in the future. So, the vector vaccine and the mRNA vaccine are pretty similar. Um, with the exception that they're combining two viruses with vector vaccines. I, I don't understand how that works. That's that's not, not for me to say. Um, so far, according, again, according to, well, this is according to WSJ.com. Uh, the known common side effects for the COVID vaccines are uh, 
pain, red, redness, or swelling in the ejection site, fatigue, headache, chills, muscle pain, and joint pain, uh, according to the FDA analysis released uh, today. Or, I'm sorry, last Tuesday. Okay. So, they, the symptoms, or the side effects, rather, seem rather mild. But again, we don't know what right. the long-term effects are, right? Right. Not at all. Um, so, we've talked about this a little bit privately. Um, and we are... We are on the same side for two very different reasons. Uh, so, with the information that has been given by the CDC, um, and again, listen, the CDC is a government-run agency, so can we really trust them? I don't know. Um I do find it kind of funny. Listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. That's your job on the show, right? <laughs> but I do find it kind of funny that all of a sudden we have this virus. Yeah. And it's killing people off. And now all of a sudden we have, after so many people have already died, we had this big rush to get a vaccine. And now we have the vaccine that is tested but not well tested right uh, it sounds a lot like a plot to a movie to me you know um, we're going to give you a vaccine maybe it's real maybe it's not could be a placebo could be could injecting be. Sugar, wa- sugar water we don't know could be you know the common the common average Joe we don't know anything about it it definitely could be we don't know anything about it but it seems fishy it does um, I will grant you that uh, I'm not going to go full tilt conspiracy theory, but uh, I will say that it does seem a little a little off, a little odd. Um, and at the end of the day, who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Um, my, I would just encourage people to, uh, again, do your research and uh, get right with your, your God, what, you know, in whatever form or fashion that is. True story. Because we don't know what it's going to do or how it's going to happen. So, Mr. Black Legend himself, <laughs> please, please, please inform me on your opinion on this. Man, look, um, all I'm going to say is, uh, well, I can't say <laughs> That's that. A lie. That's a lie. You already started off with a lie. <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, though, it's it's definitely something fishy going on with it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, again, guys, this is solely our opinion. Um, you guys can give us uh, feedback as to what you guys think. Um, but my personal opinion is, um, it was placed here. It was a way to try and depopulate, in my opinion. Um, we're just screwing stuff up, man. We're 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 very irresponsible and 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 I'm talking about you know human beings we're we're human human beings and at the root of that <laughs> we're greedy we're selfish all of these characteristics we have and um nobody's perfect 
you know this is just our nature mm. you know so um with that being said sometimes uh we do things uh based on that alone um that mindset or emotion and but look we're cloning animals to continue to feed the country and uh around the world um we're cloning our vegetables um i i don't know nothing about that but i didn't have to go to the ohio state university you know ati to find out or realize that there's something wrong with this watermelon that ain't got no seeds in it you know god ain't make a watermelon without no seeds in it god ain't make grapes i don't know if y'all know this but god ain't make no grapes without seeds in it just so y'all know okay i was genetically modified to be that way so that they can't reproduce that way you can't get them yourself and grow them year after year after year after year after year see but that's my opinion now from um a scientific perspective i'm not a scientist i'm not a scientist um associates in applied science maybe but that's just to let you know that there are seeds in real grapes <laughs> i yeah. can tell you that thirty thousand yeah. dollars later there are seeds in real grapes guys okay there are seeds in in in, in honeydew melons and watermelons and 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 cantaloupe there are seeds and pumpkins there are seeds the one show we had talked about around, I, I don't think, I think it was our holiday, uh, or was it, uh, it was uh, uh, Halloween. It was around Halloween, and we were talking about pumpkins or something like that. And I don't think that was on air, but yeah. Yeah, we was talking about pumpkins, and mm -hmm. the fact that this, this particular farmer said that his biggest expense is pumpkin seeds. Now, what we found fault with that was, if you have a pumpkin, one you, one pumpkin, one pumpkin, right? You have so many seeds in that one pumpkin that it would be like hard to like plant them all. Uh, I think what we read is that it would be virtually impossible to, to plant and harvest all all of, of the seeds in the yeah. one pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that's probably because we saw what a pumpkin patch looked like. Mm -hmm. We actually looked at one plant made like two or three big pumpkins and the vegetation grew like you would not believe but that one plant produced those two fruits now right. we did that for you guys we did it for the show <laughs> we grew a pumpkin patch just for the show in the, no. in the front yard he grew, he in really the front yard yeah in the hood in the in the hood in the front yard okay now the farmers said that they you know that was their biggest expense was pumpkin seeds now me and my bro over here trying to figure out how could that be? <laughs> we how, probably spent too much time on that. <laughs> how how that how could that possibly be? Now, my point is this: if they're still spending money on seeds, what's wrong with the seeds that's in the pumpkins? That's a good question. Uh, we see uh, we was looking at it from a different perspective, like maybe that that's stupid, but maybe just maybe. The seeds that are there are sterile. They can't be fertilized. They can't be used. That's a, you know, I never thought of it as that as a 
uh, as a possibility. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to. But here's, well, yeah, again, I'm not the conspiracy theorist. But here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. Yeah. We can take a pumpkin, store-bought, grown, whatever. Mm -hmm. In fact, we still have the pumpkins that uh, we grew. Yeah. Um, Whatever the dogs didn't destroy. Yeah. uh, We may be able to find some seeds. Yeah. Um, So maybe what we'll do is we'll plant them. Yeah, and we'll, we'll plant them. We'll plant them. Because it came, it came from a store-bought plant. Store-bought plant. Um, so in theory, maybe, maybe it needs to. You know what? Maybe we need to actually get a store-bought pumpkin. I don't know if we can still find them now. Why? Well, because. Mm-mm. Now listen, now listen. If we get, we compare the two. Oh. To we we grow them in two different plots, right? Okay. We grow the the. It's different when you, because you can buy store bought plants, mm-hmm. plant them, and then replant from those every year, mm-hmm. if you have a knowledge of how to do so. Right. Uh. So my, my I I believe that we would find that we can grow those pumpkin seeds from a plant that was a store bought plant. Now. It would. It, it's almost like you need three different, three different plots for this, right? You need to buy pumpkin seeds at, like a farmer would. Yeah. Um, take the seeds out of a store-bought pumpkin. All right. And then take the seeds out of the pumpkins that were grown. The year before. The year before from a store-bought plant. Right? Yep. So you get the, you know, one grows, one doesn't, whatever. So I'm going to write this down and see if we can. Make it happen? Yeah. Great. Just so everyone knows. Um, I'm not a gardener. Uh, in fact, I, I don't. I don't like. To, I don't like to do any of this. <laughs> so I just signed myself. Actually, you know what? No, I signed you up, Mr. ATI, <laughs> to use your thirty thousand dollar education to grow some pumpkins. Yeah, just to grow a pumpkin. <laughs> but it's all in the name of science. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I'll, so I'll, I'll report my findings. Uh, next year at harvest time. We'll yeah, have, I'll report my findings. We'll have uh, an answer maybe for you. Um, but uh, I, but it is curious. It is curious to think about um, what kind of genetic mutations they're doing. Yeah, to, I remember to plants, animals, to vaccines, to like, tangerines, nectarines. They had seeds. Now it's hard to find a seed in a tangerine or a nectarine. Hard to find a seed in a tangerine. Hard to find a seed. Yes, <laughs> Huh. I'm telling you right now, there ain't no seeds in them nectarines. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> and you know, like, and so we're 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 cloning stuff. We're cloning meats. We're cloning veggies. We're cloning fruit. And it's because we're running out of it. And I'ma tell you, we're running out of fresh water too. Now we have the technology to reproduce water. We got the technology to reproduce water without question. Um, we could reproduce water based on just humidity alone inside of a house. The condensation that builds up in the air can be filtrated and placed into a machine that'll produce water. I know it sounds crazy, but no, it's. it's I mean, it sounds scientifically accurate. Yeah, it's really, it's really. Any true. anybody that anybody that went through even high school or middle school science, I think, would find that logical. Yeah. 
you know, they, you did the whole condensation, evaporation, yeah. and, and yeah. precipitation thing. Right. So and it makes sense. they extract that, and they make, they make the water, uh, the water go through so a purification system, um, and it's, uh, it's not only hit with heat, but it's hit with uh, UAV. Uh, I mean UV rays. I'm sorry, UAV. UV rays. Too much Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, and um, I mean it's 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 drinkable, sustainable water. Um. So if it's no need to, because the only the only major body of water that's clean and fresh that I I know of that's close is right at Lake Erie. Clean and fresh, huh? Well, <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I know what you but mean. But that doesn't have salt in it. Right, right. We'll say that. And it's fresh water. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it, lake water does have salt in it. So um, as long as it's cleaned, it can be drink, drank. Um, it can be consumed. We'll say that. All right? Drink, drink, whatever. I. And I know, I don't know if there's even a way to do that. I should probably look it up even. but To do what? To... to filter salt water yes okay yes there's a there's a purification process to filtrate salt water but you need the tools you need the equipment to do so but yes it can be done well i mean yeah but we're talking uh, but on the fly like no 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 i'm talking about like a on a global like water shortage type situation where it's something where the resources and the technology is available to do so just has to be put into place. Right. Um, but I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, listen, we have, we as in humans have done a really good job of messing up a beautiful thing, um, from the very beginning. Uh, so yeah, when you say that we, we, we came to the same conclusion two different ways. Um, you said the virus is created by man. I said you're right in the sense that we did so much messing up the world yeah. that we've created all this stuff that is, you know, bad for <laughs> us. Or None of this stuff was put here to harm us. We, we whether consciously or subconsciously, you know, I, I don't. Here's here's what it is. I don't believe that it's men in white coats making men and women in white coats making this stuff. I just believe that it's something that's happened over time. Okay. That we've we've screwed things up so bad that um, these viruses are are essentially creating themselves, uh, but they're doing so because of what humankind did. So, with all that said. Um, if you feel that getting a COVID vaccine is safe, if you feel like it's what's right for you and your family, um, by all means, do your research and do so, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I've said it 152 times. I'll probably say it 152 more. Do your research. Make sure you know what you are doing. Talk to your doctors. Talk, you know, 
do your do some independent research. Google is a wonderful tool. Um, I'll tell you how I did my research. I just Googled uh, COVID-19 vaccinations, took me to the CDC website. The CDC website gives me this information um, that I read off to you guys and gals, I should say. Um, and uh, same thing with the with the possible symptom or not symptoms, but uh, uh, what's the word? Um, side effects. Right. Um, yeah that come with it so listen um also re- recognize this just because you get the vaccine doesn't mean that you can't get the virus right okay that's what they're saying so yeah it's right here on the cdc website it, it it's in plain black and white you can still contract the virus if you are um exposed to it before the virus has a chance to take effect the way that it's supposed to or whatever um, you can indeed contract the virus. Uh, what we don't know a whole lot of, um, and what I know nothing of, and I can't seem to find anything on it, is if you take the vaccine and you contract the virus, will it make it worse? Um, or will it make it better? So we don't know. We just we just simply don't know. To me, it's too many questions, too early in the game. Uh, to be thinking about that. Maybe it's just because I'm, you know, in my 30s and uh, I'm in relatively good health and I don't necessarily believe that I have a whole lot to worry about. Um, In fact, uh, not to sound like I'm some sort of Superman or anything like that, but I really just don't get sick a whole lot in general. Um, I have a strong immune system. I don't have any underlying health issues. You know, right. these things that I don't have to concern myself with. Right. Um, you, on the other hand, you do. So for you to say, it's not for me, I'm not taking the vaccine, maybe holds a little more weight for people. Um, just because uh, you're not in your 30s and in good health and, you know, have an underlying, I mean, you're in your late 40s. And uh, came off about with, you know, you've had bronchitis or not. Is it bronchitis? Pneumonia. I'm sorry. Pneumonia. Yeah, I had pneumonia once that almost killed me. I had uh, um, bronchitis once and I had an upper respiratory infection once. Um, Yeah. So other than that, you have um, you also have 30 plus years of smoking under your belt. Yeah. I smoke cigarettes and it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, those are... Uh, and that's why periodically, guys, you guys hear me cough because I got that smoker's cough. And, yeah, I'm going to have to do something about it. Um, I don't know if a uh, patch or some gum <laughs> is going to work for me because I tried it and I didn't like the gum. The gum was nasty. The patch, the patch, just, it didn't... Yeah, listen, it's it's hard to... Yeah, it's going to have to be... People always say, why don't point. you just quit? Well, because it's more than just smoking a cigarette yeah there's a whole lot that goes into it but yeah that's a different conversation for a different time yep so just just do your research make sure you know what you're getting yourself into don't uh don't just go blindly into it because uh uh, what's his name fauci or fauci or whoever um the director or the doc the main doctor and all this is and there were the cdc or uh your local government whoever 
listen, don't just rush to get a vaccine because it's available. We don't know exactly what it's going to do. Now, a lot of people see it as a good sign. And I don't want to take that away from anybody. Um, If that is what you believe, you believe that it's a good sign, you believe it's something that um, is going to be helpful, then by all means, go out and and do as you wish with that. Um, Again, do it with an informed mind. Um, don't just rush blindly into this stuff because you just don't know yeah. what you can, what, what, what can happen. So, um, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of praying, a lot of thinking about it. Um, it's, it's just not something that I'm willing to, uh, to, to get into. I mean, it's just not something I'm willing to do for myself, um, right. or my kids, um, for that matter. Uh, it's hard for me to I'm also a guy that doesn't go and get a flu shot I'm not necessarily an anti-vaxxer uh, I'm just eh, whatever you know I've had the flu um, get sick for a little bit get over it move on with life uh, again that's me I'm 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 not everyone I'm not I don't have the same health conditions that everyone does and there's a lot of things that are that other people have to think about that I don't. I understand that fully. Right. I understand that fully. So do your research. What's best for you? What's best for your family? Um, for your loved ones, you know. Um, make sure that you are uh, informed when yeah. you go into this stuff. Without question, guys, definitely. Um, it's a big decision, so... Uh, the other, the other big news, I guess, of the day, um, the electoral college has officially voted in president elect Joe Biden yep, and vice president elect Kamala Harris. So bye bye 45 moving on to 46. Yep. Um, we'll see what that brings. Um, yep. I am, uh, I am. Okay, I'm anti-Trump. Let's put it that way. But, listen, um, being the president of the United States is a hard job. Yeah, for him to have no experience in that type of arena at all, uh, I think his staff did halfway decent in preventing him from making a, a bigger fool of himself at the They time. didn't let him push the red button. Yeah, I guess that's what's important, right? The so, um it's it's listen, it's a tough job for anyone. I and can't everybody be mad. every anybody who goes into that office falls under scrutiny one yeah. way or another. Yeah. Um people ask, well what's so bad about Trump? Well, okay. My biggest thing is this. If you're going to be the president of the United States, Arguably the most powerful man in the world, you need to act as so. Okay? Arguing, bickering, being childish, there's no place in the Oval Office for that kind of stuff. Not publicly. Not publicly. Not not privately either, but not publicly for sure. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say this. I'm glad he did it publicly as opposed to privately because we had an opportunity to get a reaction. We had an opportunity to voice our opinion about his opinion or his decision-making. Imagine what would have happened if he would have did what you're saying right now. 
if he'd have just kept all of that bottled up inside of the Oval Office, it, it'd probably be a button push right now. Okay, but that's not... Uh, some of the things that that's he was not saying what I'm and saying, doing, though. some of the stuff, like, check it out. Him calling people names and stuff like that, now you really realize the content of his character. Right. See, had he did that in private, we would have never known what kind of really... Let's see, I want to call him a name. It would have leaked. <laughs> it would have leaked. Listen, you, when you are the president of the United States, there is no privacy. Okay. Yeah, but so, I, uh, but my my point is this. Um, he can always say that that wasn't true. That was just made up. That was just a lie. He does stuff. that anyways, yeah, even though right? he says so, things on Twitter and whatever. Right. He turns around and contradicts himself. Right. Constantly, my, my biggest are still issue following the guy because of it. Yeah, listen, Republicans, hardcore Republicans are gonna follow whoever is there. Um, you know, the, the, the thing that maybe I disliked about Trump is what a lot of the Trumpers, um, follow is, is the fact that you know, you don't, if you don't know when to shut your mouth and do your job. Um, in a sense, then listen. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion. If there was, we wouldn't have this show. There's nothing wrong with freedom of speech. Right. There's nothing wrong with expressing yourself. Let's talk about it. I feel as if when you are, again, arguably the most powerful man or person in the world there is no room for childish behavior and a lot of the things that Donald Trump exhibits is childish behavior okay I also everybody deserves a second chance alright so this isn't a well Trump did all this before he ever got in office and he should have never been president maybe he shouldn't have but but he was um well, currently is, I guess. And. No, I guess somebody else is taking over. I didn't mean to cut you off, but now that you say that, it was alleged on CNN or or MSNBC that some other guy has taken off, taken over for Trump for those last three weeks. Ain't it like three weeks or something that he got left before? Uh, Janu- it's, about, it's a little over a month. January 20th is the yeah. official augu- inauguration. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what was... Hitting the news ways, man. And I, I, I thought that was important to say because he's not even going to be there to make any decisions now. Well, he's been pretty much... Uh, decisionless making for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else did all of the thinking for him. You know, and I guess for him to have allowed them to do that, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. But, yeah, because... But he tried. He tried. He did his best. Well, uh, right. All of us aren't dead. Some of us are, but all of us aren't dead. Thank God for that. So I can't find any information on him leaving the office. um, Okay. Before, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, um, no. I, 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 because we are an opinion-based show, we try to stay kind of fact-based opinions. Yeah. Um. So we don't want to mislead anybody. Uh, in in any way, shape, or form. But either way, he's been he's been pretty much just 
not making a whole lot of since the election thing. His entire energy has been focused on fighting the election results. Um, yeah. And not running the country. So I guess that's just another another thing to put up there. But listen, you're right. Um, you come in, you do the best you can. Uh, voted out of office. Uh, there's no telling whether Joe Biden will be any better or worse. Um, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Um, it's it's always it's. I just wish that you know now that it's all said and done. My wish is that uh, we would just he would just have a smoothless seamless transition into the White House. Uh, he being um, Joe Biden, and that Donald Trump would you know lay down his guns and come out with his hands up so to speak right. and not hold the office hostage um, which seems to be seems to be the route that many people think he's going to take so we'll find out yeah um the good news is if that does happen we have more to talk about so boy don't we <clears throat> the bad news is if that happens uh well we may all be in some big big trouble so big, big trouble so big there's trouble. that um so congratulations once again to President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris for their victory. Uh, um, I will say, uh, love him or hate him, thank you to Donald Trump for being uh, doing the best that he could as the 45th President of the United States. Uh, and I hope that if he decides to go for a second go-around in 2024, that maybe some things have changed. But you know what they say about old dogs and new tricks. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Only time will tell. Um, got about 15 minutes left in the show, give or take. Uh, the The vaccine topic is, is a big topic. Um, it's a big thing. We're probably going to touch on it a few more times uh, throughout the course of all this as we find out some more information. Right. Um, some local or some I guess not local but some music news um any any uh any artists you would wish to highlight um anything new that you've listened to um that maybe uh our listeners would be interested in um yeah but I don't have all of the information for them um, at this point in time because I didn't know huh? I didn't know just, you were going well, to well no I'm just question. looking for a name I know Right. Um, this is one of those curveballs. So yeah, it, it, but I don't want to. If I'm a, if I'm gonna talk about somebody, I want to know their their name and how to properly say it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and not get it confused with somebody else. Um, and um, fair enough. The song, the song, the titles of the songs that they actually sing mm -hmm. that appeal to me. Um, because you know I listen to just about all genres of music. So um, it's polka. Not, yeah, Big Chuck and Little John. I had to listen to polka. Uh, Fox 8, man. True story, man. They play polka on the show. And if you like the show, you had to live with the polka. Well, yeah, polka, but that's so. not really listening to polka. It's watching oh. a show that has polka in it. Uh, but they um, play polka. <laughs> so. <laughs> you got to watch 
to show up. That's true. They um, really play poker though. We uh, just taking a glance over at my guitar. It's like it was calling to me for some reason. Um, not like that. <laughs> Get out of here with that madness. Uh, uh, so. I love, I love the music scene here in Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, you find it just about everywhere. I recently discovered that uh, a friend of mine, mechanic, um, that I've helped out from time to time, uh, Tim, yeah, is a phenomenal guitar player. Uh, okay. It is funny to me uh, because. Just he's kind of quiet and reserved, and you know, he uh he just kind of grumbles through things mm. a lot. But man, he picks up a guitar and it's a completely different person. Um, when we first the first time we worked together, he he asked me, um, I said something about playing a guitar or something, uh, or singing, and he asked me if I I played any instruments. Yeah, I play the guitar, but not, you know, I'm I'm not like a an expert guitarist or anything like that. I'm very much just, uh, I, I listen, I put chords together and I can write songs. I, I'm not a lead guitarist. Mm-hmm. So, um, every time a song comes on the radio or would come on the radio, he would go, you know, how to play this. I'm like, Nope. Oh yeah, I can play this. And I thought he was just messing with me. And then he started playing and I was like, like you could really play this stuff, you know? So yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, I'm going to, I'm trying to get him out of his shell a little bit so I can get him in studio and record a few, um, lead guitar licks for me. Um, so that I can use them in some future tracks, but, um, I'm not kidding. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. That's going to be interesting. I'm serious. Hey, you, um, yeah. Because I did have some, a couple years, a couple people that next time I'm going to keep that in mind and make sure I highlight some musicians, man. That's a great idea. Yeah. So great I idea. know I just kind of hit you with it on the fly yeah, and that's, that's my fault. that's a great fault. idea. That's my Music fault. Is but I want to. So. Yeah. And, and that's, and listen, it's mine too. Well, yeah. one of mine also. Yeah. Um, sports and music. Um, probably the sports, music, and my family are probably like the big, well, okay. Never mind. I could. I, as, the more I think about it, the more I can list them off. But sports and music are big passions of mine. All right. Um, and of course, uh, uh, my spirituality. I'm not gonna call it religion. Um, religion wages wages wars, in my opinion. Right. True um, story. But uh, I do. I do love. I do love the music scene here in Akron. Um, there are. Some of the some of the artists that I've been listening to the mm-hmm. the more popular ones I guess um, I've been listening to a little bit more uh, Chris Stapleton of course uh, I like I like also a big selection of music um, Chris Stapleton's one I've been listening to uh, uh, Stone Sour is another band that I've been listening to a little bit more. Um, not they're more of a rock band. I'm um, not a huge. Uh, I like that stuff while I'm working sometimes, and while I'm, you know, uh, I guess maybe working out or something like that where I'm active. 
It's not right. just something like uh, I'm sitting around listening to all the time. But it is fun. It's fun to listen to. Um, I do like I do like metal, rock, stuff like that. Um, uh, I don't know off the top of my head of any new new stuff that is coming out um, as of right now. Uh, I, again, Chris Stapleton has an album that is it's fairly new. It's like post COVID new. Right. Or whatever. Um, some really good tracks on that. Um, the album cover, <laughs> the, the album cover is blank essentially. And it, it's just his handwriting and it's, it's the name of the album and the, uh, let's see if I can pull a picture of it. It's funny. Uh, the name of the album and his name, I believe. Uh, and it's handwritten in his handwriting and that's what that's what became the uh the album cover uh, uh can i find it no probably not i think it's called starting over i believe is the name of the album uh, he's, he's just a real interesting dude to me watching some interviews and stuff like that. Okay. So I like to listen to his music. It's, it's a little more, uh, bluesy than traditional country music is. Um, which there's not a whole lot of traditional country music out there anymore. Um, it's more poppy and stuff like that, but, uh, so yeah, check it out. Check out the new Chris Stapleton album. Um, if that is the kind of stuff you're into, uh, let me know what you think of it. Um, also, if you want to highlight some artists, uh, leave us a comment um, on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, on YouTube, wherever wherever you catch the episodes. Um, while you're while you're there, like, subscribe, hit the little bell notifications button so you'll know when we're coming on again. Uh, we're gonna be back to doing weekly shows. Um, uh, we may we're probably gonna miss a week for Christmas. Um, after that, we'll be back around uh, again. Um, but so glad to be back um, and and being able to put something out in the airwaves. Uh, kind of get a little stress relief out of yeah. it, man. Yeah. Um. Funny story. Okay. So, we've had three guests on the show so far, okay? Uh, we had Lights, we had uh, uh, Vincent, or Vince Peterson II, and uh, Sean, right? Out of those three, uh, Vince and his wife bought a brand new 2020 Blazer, I think, or something, <laughs> And then Alan, right after he was on the show, uh, went ahead and bought himself a Camaro. Hey! So, uh, I'm not saying that if you come on the show, um, you'll find a way to get a new vehicle. Uh, but I'm saying if you come on the show, there's a chance that you may find a way to get yourself a new vehicle um, and make a little come up. What are you researching over there? I am researching 
quite a bit of stuff. But right now, um, my main focus is on um, our elderly people, man. Um, and uh, we had talked about it before, but I'm really, I'm kind of glad you asked because, yeah, I, I've been looking at this and um, how COVID is affecting our elderly people. Um, it's not just killing them, but um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's taking away the resources that they had before. There was so very few, like Meals on Wheels and stuff like that, like, you know, um, home home health aid nurses that would come in and, and check on those that are staying at home or, or in an apartment on their own, excuse me, as opposed to being in uh, a nursing home or some kind of uh, living Assisted living space, living, yeah, yeah, assisted living. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is this something that um, I've been, I've been, and I want the audience to excuse me, but it's something that I've been, I've been looking at on and off throughout the entire show um, because uh, I want to give myself plenty of time to address this. I also want to be able to give you guys one um, eight hundred numbers or some kind of uh, number or uh, national number that you can call for assistance um, in your area um, or uh, a lifeline, if you will, to a link or or to an organization in your in your area, uh, wherever you may be in the country, yeah. um, that will allow you to utilize the resources in that area uh, to help you sustain throughout the holidays. Right. And so. I, I know our research and development team is looking up uh, those things to post on our pages um, on our various sites. Yeah. Something that you can just go to find a number, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely. It's definitely important. It's definitely important. Um, unfortunately, we don't have time to really get into it. Yeah, we can't get into it. right. But, now. but um, we're prepared. Just make sure you're checking on. Uh, you know, grandma, grandpa. Yeah, check on them, y'all. Things check like that. Wear Make a sure mask you... now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't go Be in safe. there not masked up. Be safe. But check um, on your people. Check on the old folks. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be here. Uh, be here speaking of masks, um, quickly, we are still level four or in the purple or whatever you want to call it um, yeah. in Summit County. It is mandatory that you wear a mask when you go into a store. Don't be the fool that doesn't. Also, don't be the guy or gal that's going to argue with the clerk that tells you you can't come in without a mask because, well, it's clearly posted everywhere. Also, it's an ordinance right now, yeah, so they, they can get in job. trouble. Yeah, they can get in trouble. So make sure that you are respecting them. Also, I know that it's a bad time right now for bar owners, restaurant owners, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, keep them in mind uh, when you're going out to eat. Listen. Patronize the places when you can. Yeah. Um, and make them a little bit of money. Like they got to yeah. close early. Uh, there is a ten o'clock curfew, I believe, that's still in place. Ten to five right now yeah. in Northeast Ohio, um, or in Ohio. Period. I think. So uh, make sure you're keeping that in mind. Be safe, people. Um, yeah. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Brush your teeth. Whatever. Stay cootie free. Um, make sure that um, brushing your teeth has as far as I know, has nothing to do with COVID. That's just for your own personal, I'm wearing a mask and I got to smell my own funky breath. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you're brushing your teeth. Fried, so, <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> um, no, but, but seriously, wear your mask, wash your hands, make sure you, uh, 
you're adhering to, um, you know, the CDC guidelines, whether you agree with them or not, uh, reality is we're all here. We have to live with it. All right. That is the show for today. Thank you once again for tuning in. Al, lovely conversation, bro. I wouldn't do it hey. without you. Couldn't do it without you. That's what's up. And uh, listen, man, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, check on your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, call them up. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Let them know you love them. Um, see if there's anything you can do for them. Um, make sure that we are... Uh, contacting the elderly as well as looking after our youth and trying to keep them on the right path um, right now and making sure that everybody is taken care of. Once again, I'm Justin. That's Al. This has been The Good in the Hood. Love y'all. We'll see you next week. Deuces!